webinar. Yeah. Every, Every now, now and then, then I, I see like a little bit closer to I get that. Uh, <sighs> oh, that I hurt. stumped you. Oh. I stumped you. That was painful. Oh, can Ugh. we start over? No. No. That was the one we're, we're going to leave. Use. We're leaving it. Turn around right now. Everybody sign up for the web. It's a webinar about maps. It's the webinar you've been waiting for. It's Prime Pro. <laughs> okay, that was good. Right. Bro, I like I how had you to make up for it. I like good. how you not only sing the lyrics, because yeah. very few people do this now. Mm. Sing the lyrics and play the instrument. Instruments with your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so you do the whole thing. <laughs> that was my, well, that's what I did in the band. Like I was like what the, you, the guitar rhythm guy. But you didn't play the. But what do you mean? You played the instrument though. It wasn't with your mouth. Yeah. You didn't show up with oh, just I, the like, mic. I'm playing with my oh, mouth well, or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't that's what I'm that. So uh, on I am the, special. On the 13th, we're doing a live uh, webinar. It's free to anybody. Uh, who registers, and it's us going through our newest MAPS program we have not released yet. It's MAPS Prime Pro. It is, uh, of all of our programs, the most corrective in nature. Really, really uh, getting down to the nitty-gritty of all the distal joints, the wrists, the hands, the fingers, the feet, the ankles, the knees, the you know, your spine. I mean, it really goes down in detail and it teaches you how to self-assess and then how to correct issues with those areas so that not only do you avoid things like injury and pain and dysfunction, but you actually improve on all of your major lifts and right. with along with that comes better results. And for the first time, uh, what we're doing is we're actually going to go over it and kind of go through it for free. So it's not like it's you're going to literally get on the webinar and we're going to show you the tests and teach you how to perform the tests. Mm -hmm. And we're going to teach you movements to correct imbalances that you may find within these tests. We're going to have Dr. Brink there with us, like really describing all the coaching cues and the things to look out for as you're performing these exercises and these different techniques that are really going to take your toolbox, your tool set, and it's going to expand on it on an incredible level. And we're, we're not, it's not going to be open for free forever we're going to keep it open for free for now we don't want a ton and ton of people on it so it's better to get on now um, sooner rather than later because there is a feedback uh i think option on the webinar doug was talking about how you can chat and ask questions and stuff and we want to be able to have that opportunity to answer people's questions so i highly recommend you're hearing this now go on there and register now um, and that way you get you get in the webinar for free the site that you go to is maps primepro.com so that's maps m a p s prime p r i m e and then pro p r o.com and then you just sign up for it and then on the 13th you get to watch uh, the webinar let's roll if you want to pump your body and expand your mind there's only one place to go mind pump mind pump with your hosts sal de stefano adam Schaefer, and justin andrews in this episode of Mind Pump, uh, in the beginning, me and Justin make fun of Adam for a quick second, uh, but then he comes back and Typical explains day. what's going on. Yeah. Uh, we talk a lot about mobility, and then we talk about the benefits and detriments of unilateral training, that's where you train one side of your body at a time, versus barbell training, where you're training both sides. What are the pluses and what are the minuses of each, and how would you incorporate both of them mm -hmm. to maximize your overall results? And then we get into... Some diet reviews. We actually Ooh, review. Spicy. We we went on. Uh, Doug went online and he found uh, five popular celebrity diets, and we broke them down and uh, reviewed them, and told everybody which ones are good, which ones are bad, and which ones are absolutely horrible. The diets we go over are uh, the five factor diet. Then we talk about the pressed juicery diet, the alkaline diet. We talk about Courtney Kardashian's diet. And then we talk about our favorite, <laughs> the M plan. Yeah. Uh, yes. We yeah. teach you all about these, and then we tell you if you should waste your time Here's doing the them. secret. It's magic. Exactly. Yeah. In this episode, check it out. Dude, how funny, Justin, how funny was it? Were you getting the same feeling I was getting yesterday when Adam was demoing his... Uh, yes. His, so Adam did this real important, impressive, very impressive thing, especially for a big dude. He did a... From his knees, jumped to a pistol squat... Came up, bent over, all on one leg, never switched legs or anything, uh, or went on both legs, and then did a single leg deadlift with 100-pound dumbbells in each hand. 
mm-hmm. very impressive. He had to practice a few times doing it yeah. uh, to kind of get the hang of it, right? Because it's a te- it's a skill, it's a technique. You talking about being nervous when Jordy got in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then, then he just and like, then did just, it like he just does yeah. it real quick. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh no! We're like, oh yeah, he's we're got getting, youth. We're getting old. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I Although I think mechanically, I think uh, it was uh, my form was a little, a little <laughs> safer. That's the wisdom part, right? Yeah, yeah. that's what we at least I was, have. I was going yeah. like, "Oh God, my back!" Well, I was I like, I, uh, <laughs> "It's like we can make it look pretty, and then afterwards, we're like immediately Dude, regret at it." At some point, at some point, guys, I hate to break this to us because uh, I'm breaking this to myself too because I don't like to talk about this quite a bit. At some point, you're gonna get your ass kicked in some way, shape, or form by some dude. Yeah. Mainly because he's younger, yeah. not because he's. And then they just no make it reason. look really that's, easy. That's what Car- like, Cars Three is like all about. That. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No wonder you didn't like it. Yeah, Cars. This is bullshit. This isn't true. Yeah, yeah no. That's yeah. why you always have to just make more money than them. I guess you can always, <laughs> yeah, right. you can always yeah. throw that at them. Like, oh, oh yeah, wow. we totally one, win. One up them some other way, right? Wow, you've got crazy uh, energy. That's awesome. Cool. cool. How many books have you read this month? Oh yeah, that's cool. How much life experience? Yeah, you see my watch. It costs more than your car. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, you know, little little peeing contest. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, did you guys work out yet today? No, not yet. Man. Why? Why? You're the only guy that really likes to do the morning. When? Workouts. Like when? What time? So what, I haven't had time today. What's your trainings look like right now, Justin? Do you, are you following a set? Like this is my goal. This is what I'm doing. Or are you going? Or you just go in there and decide? Hmm. I'm going to do this. And Have do you that. bought any online programs lately? Yeah, like, what's your deal? A few. Yeah, no, I don't do that. Like I, <laughs> I have a very specific kind of agenda in my head. Like I got to accomplish at least like two of these compound lifts. Like for me, if I could just stick with that, I create a workout around that. So what's today's compound list? So today is, is squats and overhead press. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Last, last time, yeah. I see you're going with the exotic lifts. Very exotic. Very <laughs> I could have guessed that. Yeah. Like, yeah. let me think, what is Justin? But I'll, but you know what? I'll be honest. I'm, I'm actually going to incorporate some like Bulgarian split squats. I've been like listening to people talk about them a lot lately. And what's, I've, up, I've, what's up with that? I don't know. You know. You know what it is. It's unilateral training is getting a lot of attention because uh, there's a little bit of controversy. Actually, like I was just listening to a conversation with uh, Mike Boyle talking about why he doesn't do backloaded squats, and was articulating his rationale for that with his athletes and, and the way that he trains. And actually, he pre- he, he pr- presented a pretty decent argument with it. I so. feel like I feel like I can argue that. I yeah. think th- I think there's a lot of. I mean, we when you think about when we mm-hmm. walk. We're always in a semi-single leg squat or split stance or a ball. Game. I mean, that's. It's don't... really about the and who is it, Doctor Shallow, Doctor Jordan Shallow, explained how having one of the legs going back and one of them forward places the pelvis in a particular position that is very functional in terms of how it uh, displays strength. Mm-hmm. Um, but when, of course, like everything, right? Someone will be like, "Oh, this is why it's better." So that's what you, all you should do. Yeah, no, and I think too, like to to his credit, though, like he kind of, I mean, he he, his mentality is, "I'm doing what works with my athletes that I I test mm-hmm. out every single day," and so he kind of looks at a lot of current um, like researched items that, uh, are getting more notoriety and like certain gurus that kind of pop up that have a very specific research backing idea. Um, and he sort of either takes it, you know, with like, I've been doing that already or, or that's something I haven't been doing. I'm going to try it out or I'm, I'm not going to listen to it. Cause I, you know, this is actually working. For so here's a, here's a theory that I would have on comparing, let's say a, a, a split stance squat or a lunge or a Bulgarian split stance squat or versus a barbell squat. If you were to compare, and this is just a, um, my prediction, if this study were created, if you were to compare, groups to see which one resulted in more uh, functional carryover strength to, let's say, a, some kind of a strength-based type sport, uh, maybe like football or something like that with a little mm-hmm. bit of aerobic, but mostly anaerobic. Mm-hmm. I think in the short term, the back squat would result in better results. And then maybe in the long term, you'd start to see that the split stand stuff would be better. And the reason why I think in the short term, the squat would be better is it's less. there's less skill involved. Mm. So you can get in the squat, learn it kind of faster, and then really start to maximize output. Whereas with the split stance stuff, 
there's a lot. It's just more balance involved, more skill maybe yeah. to invo- involve. Well, I look that. at it as is like a foundational strength pattern that you've you know you're able to load a significant amount on your back and have it evenly displaced, um, and so that's going to generate. Uh, more intrinsic force to overcome those, you know, external forces. Now right? you're doing it but with the, a bar on your the back. The argument to that would be like, when and ever a sport, are you perfectly exactly balanced? But on two like feet, I right? said, as a foundational strength to pull from, so you, yeah. you've increased your uh, your capacity for you know more strength. Now I'm going to focus on my skills of yeah i'm going to strengthen uh, you know from a unilateral perspective because that's what i'm going to be functioning with primarily so that's always an argument right that and that's been around for a long time like when am i using uh when am i bench pressing in this sport when am i rowing in this sport so for a little while their trainers were literally taking the movements from the sport and mimicking mimicking them with right. resistance, but like we know how super specialized. But we know how bad that worked. Right, it didn't, it didn't work very didn't work well at all. Out the way they thought. I think strength. There's a couple things with strength that you want to look at. Number one, it's a skill. So there's a lot of skill involved with the strength, which means which is why it's important to practice your sport while you're training. Because if you just get stronger and don't practice applying that strength, it doesn't mean anything. But I yeah, do. Your skill will diminish. But if, yeah, based it, off frequency. Exactly. And at the end of the day, though. Like like maximal strength is kind of that foundation that contributes so much more to the other pursuits than the other pursuits do to the other ones. So, like it's going to make you faster. It's going to make you more explosive. It's going to increase, you know, balance, stability more so than uh, in terms of contributing to other factors. Mm-hmm. More so than the other individual factors. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why I think like if you take like a boxer, um, you're not just doing resistance with a punch. Which actually, believe it or not. It's terrible for boxing because it throws your timing off. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but you know you, you, they're going to do great from getting some base strength and then applying that maybe in the ring with their training and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's just my that's my opinion. Well, what, what I think. what I found, find with the unilateral stuff, especially with legs, like when you talk about a single leg squat, Bulgarian split stance, a single leg deadlift, which you see me doing uh, recently, it's it's really amazing when, especially if you do stuff like like barefoot, right? So I'll go do like that single leg deadlift, really heavy barefoot, like three reps. And then after I do that on each side, it's amazing to go grab a, a barbell and go do 400-pound 400, 400 deadlift and feel how connected I am to the ground. Because of the stabilization and the, and the control that you have to have on a single leg, yeah. everything has to be... There's no room for air, like there is, I like, or less room for air. Yeah, I like evaluating, uh, evaluating that, like your your true strength with, uh, you know, a balanced uh, form of that. So, therefore, if I split, I'm 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 working on uh, one individual side at a time to build them up, uh, but I don't want to get too far, you know, where I I'm over dominant on one side versus the other. Uh, you know, which could happen, but like, I, I want to be able to express, you know, an overall strength pattern. And so that's why I do still stick with barbell training because it's, you know, it, it's not very specific sports specific, but you know, that's like, I want to see how that's translating to overall strength. And then also how do I express that, uh, in a more functional, uh, pattern with And that. there, there, there's definitely a balance component that results in more muscle and strength. I, I will I will say that. Uh, I'll argue that all day long. And and this is one of the reasons why free weights, in in my experience, and most people will agree with this, at least most trainers will, build more muscle than machines that mimic free weights. So like you could do a bench press versus a machine chest press or a deadlift versus a machine deadlift or mm-hmm. you know and the free weight ones tend to they just build more muscle uh, and more strength. And that I think has to do with the balance component, but then there's almost like a negative, like like a diminishing returns, and then it becomes negative when it becomes too much. Because mm-hmm. if we keep pushing that and have people stand on a physio ball or do everything, you know, on uneven surfaces and stuff like that, then you stop getting that that effect. So this is almost like this. Mm-hmm. It's an it would be interesting to draw a graph to kind of measure that. Like here's the benefit. Now you went too far. Yeah. And now there's detriment because barbells and you're doing two things on two legs. They tend to build more muscle um, than the single leg or individual type, uh, you know, uh, unilateral type movements. Uh, now, of course, that's an aversus 
uh, you know, one-to-one basis, but I, right. of course you want to do both, right? Well, That's and like also, like, I think he argues too, a lot of times, like the, the pursuit of just building more muscle may not be to your benefit. You right. Know? For sports, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, well, you, have to, true. you have to evaluate the why, and I think that the, the conversation I actually did agree with, which, you know, I mean, some of that, like, he made good points. I'm not saying I agree with it, but... Um, you know, at the same time, like the conversation of it was interesting to listen to, like, you know, that perspective, mm-hmm. like, you know, that's why I, it does make sense. You know, if, if, if your entire goal, like if you can deduce down, like what you're physically training for and the why, uh, even if you're just your everyday person, like if you can figure that out going into the gym, you're just going to be so much more effective. Yeah. Well, okay. Now let's talk about that. Let's talk about the. The average person, I'm not playing a sport, right? right? I just I want to build some muscle and I want to be in 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 good aesthetic shape. And then I also want to be very functional and I don't want to pain. I don't want to have bad hip I don't want to have achy hips and achy knees and uh I want to have good mobility, you know, which one wins and this is a good discussion. Yeah. Actually. Well, th- this is where this is a great this discussion. Is definitely where you got to weave well, in and out of all of and them. And well, let me tell you, uh, yeah, because there's from, pluses and minuses to yeah. just well, doing one or the and other. And right? from personal experience over the last couple of years, right now, uh, you know, I've done more barbell lifting in the last two years than I have in my entire life, for sure, mm-hmm. by far. And I've seen more strength gains and muscle size than I ever have in my entire fitness career mm-hmm. now, which mm-hmm. is awesome considering that i've been lifting for 15 plus years that's not that's rare right it's you see the bulk of your gains the first sure, part it's of not your, supposed to happen now especially if you've been training that long. yeah and especially being an older guy right uh-huh. so yeah. uh so, and i attribute a lot of that to the barbell lifting to getting into a, more deadlifting, more squatting more overhead pressing 100 percent. now that being said I also have had more imbalances, more aches and pains, and more issues with my body than I ever have with that. Now, there's some factors that I think play into that. Is one of those is I got very ad- addicted to the the results that I was getting from the barbell squatting and deadlifting. I was gains. The gains were coming on fast, and I was enjoying it so much that I went from the guy who just four or five years before that was you know, constant varying every workout. Like I was, that was what I was notorious for. I used to say that I've never duplicated a workout. I used mm-hmm. to really say that. as a trainer, I used to say 10 years of lifting in my career, I've never duplicated a workout. I yeah. really, that's, that's how I train. I train mm-hmm. every workout was unique and different. And I was always challenging my body in different ways. And there was a lot of good that came from that, but there was a lot of, there was a lot, there was a lot of, uh, that held me back. Right. Yeah. I think it held me back from getting, reaching my potential of what I could get by actually programming better and focusing on adaptation mm-hmm. by incorporating more barbell lifts. But what I did have that, I mean, I was very functional and I didn't have any aches and pains. I didn't have a lot of imbalances going on. Mm-hmm. And when I started heavy lifting with the barbell, it started to exaggerate some of those. And I, now they're very obvious to me. Sure. So you, you have to look at, you know, where do imbalances come from? And there's a few different places, but in a, in a trained athlete, um, Many times they come from overdeveloping a particular pathway or skill, or you know, overstrengthening your recruitment pattern, which is easy to do when you're yes. getting yeah. after the barbell. And, and, well, it. when you're when you're too focused on on one particular thing, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you're constantly, constantly varying things, you have no, you have there's really no opportunity to do that because it's always changing. Um, but then you get the detriment of. Not really maximizing. That's why there's there's a, there's got there's like a happy medium, right? Like mm-hmm. if all you do is like if you just heavy squat and program squats all the time, you're gonna get really good at squats. You probably build a lot of muscle. Yeah. But the odds of having imbalances or aches and pains that result from, or at least the common ones mm-hmm. that can come from a squat, increase the the odds of it increase. So. You know, this is why it's so important to program these types of things. But going one way or just the other. And saying like this is the only way to do it, which is, you know people tend to do that, and I don't know why they do that. There's, yeah, you yeah. can gain so much from all of that, all of that stuff. Like like the way I would do it, my if I were to do unilateral training, the way I would do it would would be is I would make it a phase. Mm-hmm. I would do like two. That's kind of what I was alluding to, like by my getting into squats. Like I just 
you know, like I didn't necessarily agree with the points, but I'm like, wow, that just made me think that I haven't done unilateral unilateral training specifically with that focus and intent in a long time. And so I was like, oh, I'm drawn to that and also front loaded squats. Mm-hmm. And so these are two things that I feel like um, I, I'm always thinking ahead of that. Like what haven't I, what movement haven't I focused on in a long time? And I'm very much more of a movement like specific uh, like I, I like I feel like a deficiency in, in a certain type of a movement or I'm mm-hmm. not strong. Like that's what I'm going to focus on. Not like, you know, my body part or, you know, bringing my body up or this or that. So, well, when you look at like, um, you know, if you're trying to look at it like a trainer or a coach who's coaching athletes, I, I got to think and I didn't listen to the podcast or the books that you're reading right now. So I don't know if this is true or not, but I feel like if I'm in his position and I'm arguing unilateral movements over the backloaded barbell squat, I feel like as a coach, I could see it as the risk versus reward. That's what, yeah. That it's it's not that barbell squatting isn't good, and we can sit here and argue how great it is. It's, a, it's the king of all exercises, but the the risk is much greater than the guy who's doing the Bulgarian squat or is doing the single leg deadlift because it's such a technical movement and you you have to lighten the load in order to perfect the movement. So it doesn't allow so many of these imbalances to come out where I can cheat a deadlift up with both feet on the ground. Yeah. I can. And you got to remember he's dealing with a lot of like professional athletes that – um, yeah, rule number one is it's don't preservation. Yes. Yeah, so it's a different mindset. Right. Um, you know, a lot of them had to really train hard and 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 build a you know a crazy big you know muscular frame to mm-hmm. even get to that level. Now it's just like like so many forces against them. They have to be able to absorb and react and um, you know be solid. Uh, you know, in their joints and, and supportive in their joints. And so that's like high priority. And you, and you also made the comment about how for athletes, gaining more muscle isn't necessarily, or many times is not, is the opposite of what they would want to do. Yeah. There's a lot of sports where being heavy is always bad. Um, it's I'm, actually more rare that it's good. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's, like if, it's you play, more rare. if you play football to some extent, depending on your yeah. position, if mass is going to make yeah, you want that strength yeah. to body weight ratio. You, it's like, always it's yeah, always that. It's exactly that. But is. like almost all, all sports that I can think of, even the combat sports, the combat sports are weight classes. Mm-hmm. And one one thing that you that you'll notice, especially back in the day when MMA, I'll use MMA as an example, when uh, the drug testing wasn't as you know whatever, and you saw more of these roided out athletes, is that they would go up a weight class because of this increased muscle that they got from their steroids and stuff. So now you've got a guy who's fighting at heavyweight who naturally should fight at light heavyweight, and the only way he got up to heavyweight was through the use of anabolics. Mm-hmm. But now he's fighting a dude that's a natural heavyweight. Right, yeah. And he's, and he's comfortable in that. They're comfortable weight, with that weight. They know how to use it. It's not so much muscle. Here's the thing with muscle. Like carrying lots of physical muscle mm-hmm. requires a lot of energy and a lot of oxygen. So when you see a you know 220 pound you know dude where he's carrying a shit ton of muscle then you see another 220 pound dude who's just naturally kind of that body weight and mm-hmm. is also fit their stamina tends to be a little bit better this is an observation that lots of oh, uh, man. coaches have made i could anecdotally uh i mean i had going through uh college football like because i i was in a frame where i was like 185 in high school and i was like my strength to weight ratio was off the charts you know i was very strong for being 185 and lean and and, and mean and mobile and then going. How, in, what do you walk around at right now? What do you What do you weigh? Uh, I'm at like 230. Damn, so, that's a big difference. Yeah. Wow. So I jumped. I and jettisoned how, up to and, that. And some of your best lifts that you've talked about were done in college, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, you're a pussy now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> well, you call me out like that. Like I asshole. never thought about that, though. I didn't yeah. I didn't realize that you were that light. Well, in college, college, she was heavier no, than No, no, no. I was getting to, yeah, I got heavier than that is what I'm oh, oh, okay. No, so, 185 no. was high school. Okay, so, high school, I, okay, I was, you're scaring me there, dude. I thought you were 185 no. setting all these big lifts that you've done. Man. No, no, not the not the big lifts I talk about. I did that in college, yeah. Dude. Okay. High school, I, would, I mean, I, I did some impressive sort of lifts like, uh, you know, my big bench was always good in, in um, uh, uh, squats. But anyways, like, yeah, in college, so 
they wanted me heavier because I had a different position. I was I was inside linebacker. I wasn't outside anymore. I wasn't strong safety, uh, and so the so size is better. They thought they thought I needed now. more size. Yeah, because I mean you you get pulling guards and you get like tackles and there's right. there's some big boys. Like I was going against like yeah, you're, pl- you're plugging the, you're plugging the, you're plugging the hole right yeah, there yeah. too a lot of times. So you got to go head to head with and you're some. taking on the full back, you know, yeah. full sprint, and so like I had to build this shell. And uh, man, I so my whole summer, like I just devoted to to putting on size, and I just ate like a horse, like lifted, lifted, and all I had to do was just focus on lifting like super heavy and like maxing how, out. How I much put gain, on a ton of how much did weight, you gain? Dude. You think over that summer? Uh, well, so I ended up coming back in season uh, at two thirty five. Holy shit! Hold on, but how much? <laughs> what did you start with? So I was about summer? maybe about two hundred. You gained 30 fucking pounds over the summer? I did. Holy I did. shit. Yeah, and it wasn't all muscle, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm positive because I was not on anabolics. So. <laughs> there was some fat there, and uh, that stayed with me forever after that. But, uh, yeah. yeah, seriously, though. You ruined like, your metabolism. Oh, my God, dude. Can I just tell you how like heavy I felt? <laughs> you know, like I was just not comfortable yeah. in that body and so you're um, like way bigger you're thinking okay. so, like lost mobility i oh, lost man. i lost explosiveness like but i mean i could definitely take a hit and i could <laughs> you know unleash a hit on somebody but i was like winded Damn. you know oh it was, it was it was gnarly yeah i mean it's you definitely athletes are looking for that straight that strength <laughs> strength 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 to weight ratio <laughs> <laughs> i taught i taught a booty dad exactly <laughs> you you want to be uh for most sports being big is okay so long as your strength comes up uh and you have this great ratio of strength to weight if that starts to change to where you're still getting stronger, but the rate of strength is not going up at all to match your 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 size. Mm-hmm. You're just moving more weight now. You're just a bigger, heavier person. And in some sports like football, weight in you know some weight's good, right? If, especially if you're on the line or yeah, position specific. And you know mass, you know just just moving mass physics shows that it's just going to hit you harder. But um, if you can't move that, um, you're not going to do well. And in a lot of sports like cycling or you know, but again, sports where there's a weight class, or you know, even baseball, you want to you want you want to have a good strength to weight ratio. It's uh, it doesn't it's not it's not the the number one thing. But for the average person, like Adam was saying, who wants to like build muscle, um, the barbell movements are king. But yeah. you are going to run into problems if, if you always live there. Yeah, if you live, I've done this. I've done this countless times to myself because I love barbells. I love barbell lifts. I love heavy pulling and squatting and pushing and all that stuff. And I've developed uh, imbalances and overuse injuries. As a result, I had shoulder surgery. I had my AC joint resected. Um, it's probably about 10, 11 years ago. Uh, maybe longer, actually, probably 13 years ago. And it was because uh, I had pushed bench press so so much for so much of my life, and I had become so one-dimensional that I had created an imbalance and mm-hmm. had to get sur- surgery. And I, can't, and I can never press like I did before now as a result. Um, I've had hip bursitis from just squatting heavy all the time and, it, you know, not working on the unilateral stuff. And even till this day, my unilateral work is like, you could see what I could lift with a barbell and it's, and I should be able to lift so much with a dumbbell or unilaterally. And it's not even close to that Yeah, because that's something I, to- I focus on. So, which is now, believe it or not, uh, ironically, now that I have a garage gym, I'm going to probably do less barbell movements, which is funny considering in a garage you tend to do more, mm-hmm. but I've got, I'm going to be doing more unilateral stuff. So that's a big priority for me right now. So I've, I started incorporating that maybe a month or so ago. And you know, that video you're talking about that I shot was kind of a progression to that, um, of me been work. I've been working on this. So that wasn't the first time that I obviously attempted something similar to that. So, and I do, I, I'm at two twenty now, so I'm weighing two twenty. And I'm still able to do stuff like that. So we're going to see how far I can get with my weight uh, while I maintain that. And a big part of me being able to push the weight and still do that is actually unilateral movement. So I've already done that. And that was already a priority of mine because I did put that together the last time that I went really aggressive on gaining was I went so much barbell then I got really stiff and rigid, you know, strong. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I was strong. I was really strong and, and felt like I put on something. I mean, my back made gains and my legs made gains yeah. in the last couple of years that I, I hadn't seen in the previous 10 plus in lifting. So 
that part of it, but it also exaggerated these imbalances. So I'm, and I'm sure those imbalances were there before, right? And that's what I mean by the, what the, it's because of the barbell. It's not like, because if you lift a barbell correctly and perfect with good form, you shouldn't have any imbalances from that. But all it takes is to be off just a little bit. And when you're pulling up 500 pounds, you know, it really exaggerates that imbalance. And that's where you get these. It's, it's not just that, though. It's also just, I don't care what movement you do. I don't care if it's unilateral, barbell, whatever. If you do the same thing, the same movement all yeah. the time. Yeah. And this is what, and this is, I think, the bigger problem. I don't necessarily think the barbell promotes imbalances as much as people love barbell movements and always inject them. Like every, like chest day, you know. People are bench pressing all the time or, you know, deadlifting, you know, every week or squatting twice or three days a week all the time. That's, I think, more what may contribute uh, to problems because it's imagine if you did any exercise all the time. Do you think I mean, I don't know if that uh, I don't know if that's a true statement or not, because I feel like what we've seen in the last few years um, as far as deadlifting and squatting, it's been huge. And we, you know, we attributed that to uh, CrossFit, right? Um, and so we've seen a lot more of that. I mean, it still blows my mind that I can go to Gold's and actually have to wait for a squat rack where that just didn't happen 10 years ago. But I still think that... Maybe it's lot- just how you... Maybe maybe a better, a more accurate statement wouldn't necessarily be how, how you often intensity, you do it. Yeah. Intensity, how you program it, and what you do around it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because I definitely highly recommend... I would tell someone, don't ever stop. I mean, I think, I think a good compound barbell lift should be in every lift, you know, in every workout, somewhere mm-hmm. in there. Like, you know, like Justin was saying right now, like he picks yeah, two compound lifts that, yeah. and then builds around that. I think that's a, yeah. a... I think you just should do some unilateral stuff with that and multiplanar stuff with... Right. with with that, you know, so it's like you it's do your own specific. Yeah, too. it's not. Yeah, because that's the thing. It's like I want to express overall, like you know, how my body's going to respond and give the right strength signal. But now also, I want to be joint specific, so I know uh, where my imbalances lie, and I can address them and build, you know, around that and strengthen them. Mm-hmm. I remember years ago, uh, I was probably I was a kid, I was young, I think I was a teenager, and um, I always bench pressed, always bench pressed. And I think my, I don't remember what the number was, but I got stuck at a particular number. And I had read some article. 135? Yeah. Hmm. When I was 14. Right. I know. Uh, And I I read some article where some old time bodybuilder said uh, one of the best ways to get your bench press to go up was to do dumbbell chest press only for like a little while. And then go back to the barbell. Uh-huh. It actually worked. Yeah, for sure. I remember that. Yeah, I, I remember the exact same. Really? Th- exact same thing. Just phasing it. Yeah. It was so, but it's. I mean, it worked. Yeah. You know, I got. I got. Then I got better at the the dumbbell. Did the same thing when I did um, really like low and intensified uh, ring push-ups. You know, suspended ring push-ups. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like it was a totally different stimulus. Now all of a sudden, I got even more strength in my depth of my you know the pressing movement. Mm-hmm. So it it all contributed. It all bleeds into the to the overall. I actually used to do something with uh, um, that night. You brought that up. You brought back a memory of that. I had that exact same uh, epiphany, right? Where I was like, "Oh shit, let's go this direction." And you, what ends up happening is you you start normally. Most people start with the barbell, right? And they start barbell pressing a lot, and then they realize that uh, they're weaker dumbbell pressing, and it's like it's not cool to you know, lift 50 pound dumbbells when you could barbell press 225, right? So right. it's like, they yeah, avoid it. You look like a lot more of a beast. Right. And I re- actually remember reading something very similar, Sal, and, I, and then I was like, okay, you know, fuck this. And you take my ego out. I'm going to I'm gonna do dumbbells. And I actually stuck with dumbbells until I got to the point where I was moving the, almost the same weight with the dumbbells as I was with the barbells. So oh, like oh, whereas wow. both dumbbells add up to the yes. weight. Yes. Okay. Wow. And, and then I came back to the barbell and then worked on the barbell until I progressed that weight. Then I'd go back to the dumbbell. And that was kind of how I went back and forth. This is way before maps and phasing mm-hmm. and, you know, undulating our programming like we do now. But that's kind of what I used to do in the past is I would just, I would stick with barbell for a while. And then when I feel like I'm slowing my progression down, then I would switch over to dumbbells. And, and I use that for like basically all muscle groups. So mm-hmm. I would do the same thing for like a shoulder press yeah. and then I would work over the dumbbells and then I'd go back and forth. So that was kind of how I phased those things, uh, you know, Well, it naturally. reinforces the stabilization of your shoulder, you know, like, so now you have two to accommodate for that are independent and so it, it just it definitely carries over to now I have a, a solid, 
you know, barbell where I'm like equally loaded, you know, as I'm coming down, it's like, I did all that work, stabilizing work that contributed to the overall strength. It's crazy. Mm. Doug, you wanted us to review some, uh, celebrity diets or something. Yeah. I mean, they, we're going to grade them. Should we have a song are these like for this? popular celebrity things that are going on right, right. now? Right. So there's a number of diets out there that are popular among celebrities, and I wanted to get your take on those. You're our mm. favorite people. Mm. I'm going to just uh, just give you my opinion before I even hear them. Okay. <laughs> there dumb. we go. They know a lot about yeah. nutrition, yeah. probably more than us. I take all my yeah. advice from celebrities. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Right, they continue. are the authority, are they not? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to start with the first one I found here, which is the five-factor diet. Have you heard of that? From Kardashian or no, what? No, no. I actually have they're... one of those. I do have one oh, from do the you? Kardashians. Oh, thank God, Doug. Thank yeah, you. I have to have yeah, one of those. I, I Please. can't wait. The five-factor diet. Yeah. Like, like, and so what this is- Five components of fitness. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. It comes from the number Very of elements hour. each meal should include, Oh. which are protein, complex carbs, fiber, fat, and fluids. Followers eat five meals a day with recipes that contain no more than five ingredients. One cheat day is allowed per week where you can eat anything <laughs> and everything you like. That's guilt-free. Anything I, and my favorite everything. diet. I've never heard yeah. of this. Is my favorite yeah. diet. I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's followed. Ooh, sugar butter cubes. It's nah, followed by Lady Gaga, Megan Fox, Kate Beckinsale, Katy Perry, and so on. If Megan wow. Fox falls in, it's a pass the for me yeah. right away. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, no, you, I go ahead and agree with you. you. By the yeah. way, just for the for the listeners to know, wow. this is what happens when someone comes out with a new diet or something, and they've got like some money behind them. Yeah. They get they, they they get get on the phone oh, and they you're call. You're a beautiful movie star. They, yeah, they I want to do what she's doing. They call super celebrity whatever whoever, and then the celebrity you know answers the phone of their publicist and like, hey, yeah. is so and so willing to say that they're Attach following my, my diet? Brand. For yeah. percent in the sales, or for you know uh, yeah. fifty thousand dollars, I'll be like sure, and that's it. So I don't. I highly doubt they do this. The five elements are protein, fiber, carbohydrates, something else, and then fluids. Yeah, and you have to include all those in every meal, and you have to have five meals. Five meals a day, but nothing can have more than five ingredients. Right. So what they've done, if they is they they've effectively eliminated heavily processed foods. Yeah. Potentially. Potentially. Because I can still get crazy if I wanted to. Oh, so you... Okay, wait, wait. So me, no, no, nothing you eat can have more than five ingredients in it. That's correct. This and is, they're supposed to all com- uh, include so protein, eat, complex carbs, fiber, fat, and fluid. Okay, you got to give me an example of this. I got to see... Can we see it on the TV or can you... Can you uh, I'll have to find it, one. Or read it. That's fine. Well, like I'll, a, that's I'll dig up Fiber, one. fat, or well, I'm fluids. Well, I'm trying, I'm trying to build... All a, fluids? I'm trying to build a meal in my head right now that only has five ingredients. Like... Well, chick, no, no, not the whole meal. Each each food in the meal cannot have more than five ingredients. So, like chicken breast. Oh, so it's trying to encourage whole foods that's over it. over yeah. something that's yes. uh, packaged and has fifteen things inside it's of it. Exactly. Super generic uh, way to do it. Like chicken yeah. versus so let's, chicken nuggets. Let's talk about that. Okay, so this is this is what I I think is uh, is clever and smart. Oh, wait a minute. Here's is this their sample? Dish yeah, right sample here? one. Hold on, read. Read yeah, breakfast. Yeah, read. What's breakfast? Breakfast, five-factor French toast. Five-factor French toast. <laughs> well, hold nice. on. Hold on. Read, read, tell me yeah, what the morning snack is. How's the bread prepared? Nice. Morning snack is five-factor berry shake. I, I wonder, hey guys, real quick. I wonder how they're making is money. Is bread just like oats? <laughs> yeah. can, do you yeah. guys, can you guys guess how they're making money? <laughs> Keep going. No. Do they have a five-factor All supplement right. company? Is it a five? Yeah. So next up is lunch, which is chef salad made with fresh lettuce, tomato, roasted turkey, Boiled egg whites and seasoned with Mrs. Dash. Mm. <laughs> they got paid by Mrs. Mrs. Dash. Too. Afternoon snack: non-fat French onion sour cream dip with yeah, no, celery. No fat, please. No. Uh, dinner: salmon, quinoa salad, salt, pepper. So it's not an unhealthy diet, except for the five-factor French toast and five-factor <laughs> berry five-finger fist punch. Well, okay, so. It, like almost every diet, you take a little bit of something positive or a little bit of science and you, you gift wrap it with a Megan Fox and you give it a very clever name that's catchy. <laughs> it's pretty, and it's, pretty bow. <laughs> and, yeah, and it's easy to follow, you know, so it's it's clever, right? It's clever. It's, you know, it's tied to someone super hot. And, and then don't forget once a week. You can fucking go crazy. And then there's this the, encourages really and then good. Then, then almost, I and, love those cheat days. And almost all diets will have something that is appealed uh, that everyone appeals to, right? Like like the peanut butter. Let like, your hair down Sunday. They get something in there that everybody's gonna be like, Oh, that is fucking awesome. Yeah. Um 
Yeah, but it's like no. any, it's shit, like it's a shit. It's yeah. shit. Yeah. It's shit. Well, you shouldn't say it's shit, right? Like someone follow this diet. They a lot of people would be better off following this than well, following fuck, the, what bro, the American. Jesus Christ! Any diet's going to be better than. Well, this. I know, but okay. Here's the thing. Hey, let's you talk. Follow the cucumber diet. And we, it'll be healthier. What I want us to try and do because we all know. What, before, Doug doesn't even need to tell me the next three or four diets that he found. You never know. We're going to be able to shit on all of them. But let's talk about, like, if I had, and I would like us all to vote on whichever ones we think mm, is the best out I got an idea. Why don't we go through One out three? of five. What do you get? Okay. You That's what we'll do. Rated. We'll go through all however many, how and many, then we'll rank them. How many fingers you give them? <laughs> I give them the middle. All right. This next one is followed by Nicole Richie, Rooney Mara, and Gwen Stefani. Oh. It's oh. the pressed juicery diet. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's please Six. not chew. Six juices a day, 1,200 calories. Oh, wow. Followers receive a daily supply of juices specially delivered every morning. Each Mm. fresh nutrient-packed drink is designed to replace meals and snacks, and all alcohol, caffeine, and nicotine should be avoided. Sounds anabolic. Wait a minute. Wait now, a minute. see, now this- The whole fucking diet is, is all shit. Sh- it's just mush. All shakes. Now, yeah. that is a shitty diet, okay. bro. Okay? Okay, thank you. So, like, I feel like at least the well, five- The first one was way better than this Yes, one. come on, dude. Like, yeah. the first one, like, if my client came to me and said, Adam, this-, this uh This is a one-finger diet. My five-factor diet meal plan is fucking working great bullshit. for me, and I really enjoy it, and I looked at it, and I, over, I saw it, I'd be like, okay- it's it's better it's better than a lot of shit that's out Open there. Open your mouth and we pour it in. We, can we see these shakes? Are you kidding me right now? Pre, you know what? Press juicery. That's the that's the place we used to get our uh, we get those smoothies. Uh, Remember, we'd go and have them. They'd make those coconut drinks. They're really good. Right. So here's the here's what I here's the problem with juices. You're eliminating a lot of the good stuff from whatever you're juicing. Yeah, were you just lazy by like, squeezing chew. out the juice? Right, because most mo- a lot of uh, most fruit, like the skin and stuff, and the seeds are like or as, vegetables, yeah. like the fibers. Yeah, and, that's, you know, that's where all the good stuff. And is And you're at. just concentrating I mean, the hell out of the out sugar. of the sugar. Yeah, and if somebody course, handed me one, I'd probably drink it. But you know, look like, at this lazy. And, and of course, you have to buy their juices. I mean, it really okay. So here's another thing you need to understand about supplements, and this is a supplement. A very effective strategy for a supplement company is to construct a diet around their supplement. You sell the diet, but in order to follow the diet, you have to take their products. So you're not selling the supplement. It's the formula. Right. So they're not coming out saying, hey, our juices are the best juices. They're saying this is the best diet. Yeah. And then you buy the diet, and because you bought the diet. Oh, by the way, right? it's, uh, specifically. Hey, hey man, when I used to, when I used to sell memberships at the gym, I'd sell personal training. Number one, because I knew that people needed it, but number two, because I knew if they had training, they have to have a membership. They have to have a multivitamin at least, a couple fat burners. How does this work right here? Cleanse one, cleanse two, cleanse three. Nothing. They just deliver you the juices. So you have no food. You eat no uh, hard food or whatever. Oh my god! Yeah, you just drink them. This would be a miserable. This diet. is good if you don't have any teeth. So if you're, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. If you're bedridden, yeah, if toothless. You have, if you have no teeth, you should try the pressed juicery. I want some juices. Next one, yeah. uh, J- uh, Doug. Yeah, sure. I found this one. It's Victoria Jug. Beckham is following Jug. this one. It's the is that alkaline- David Beckham's wife. Yeah. Ooh, oh, okay. Another yes, hot. She's, she's, she's already. I like this diet. Smoke show. Feel like it's <laughs> yeah. gonna be a Lots good one. Smoke it's, a, it's an alkaline <laughs> diet. Oh, so. Uh, is or diet rich in fruits and vegetables that curtails consumption of acid-forming foods like dairy, pasta, meat, and fish. The goal, to keep the body's pH balance between 7.35 and mm. 7.45. pH balance for yeah. her. Genesis, Jennifer Aniston, Kirsten Dunst. Good luck with that. Gwyneth Paltrow also <laughs> like this. Good luck with keeping it right there all day long. Uh, well, no, you're out. You're, okay, hold on a second. People know something. Know something. Your body maintains yeah. a certain level no matter what. It's I'm like, so alkaline. It's really fucking good at doing that, uh, number one. Number two, this whole alkaline, acidic type uh, process that or, or, or sales pitch that people are using with diets and stuff, when people tend to eliminate certain foods because they're acidic and replace them with other foods that tend to be alkaline, the alkaline foods that are recommended are like really healthy foods like, you know, spinach and kale and all these amazingly healthy foods. And so they think it's because they've made their body more alkaline when in reality. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You stopped eating you stopped eating candy bars out of a wrapper and now you're eating yeah, kale. Find me a what health- do you think is going to happen? That's it. It's so it, that's really what's Can you going pull on. that one up, Doug? Can I see that one too? I'd like to see it. Yeah. You like to see what the pictures of it? Yeah, yeah. No, I like to see what we're talking about. Yeah, no. you know, I want to see 
just in case I decide to get it, you know? No, yeah. there's no, you, really no no fear of your body going too acidic or too, by the way, too alkaline will would be bad too. Alkaline burns you just like acid does, right? Mm. To, is it the base? Base. Base, sorry. This is a, this is, different. this is pretty popular right now though, the, the, uh, in the alkaline water. It's like cleaner. And, yeah, no, you got the, you got the waters and the drinks now, they're supposed to make you more alkaline. Um, you have this test that people are doing, like some gyms, like they do this, they'll, they'll test you and they'll be like, oh wow, you're really, your pH is off. Oh, like yeah. take this, take this, you know. How the fuck do they test it? No. You're so acid. Your, your pH is always kind of the same. Yeah. Your body kind of regulates yeah, that. It, yeah, what regulates. do you mean? It, you, it's you, like your body You have a cup of coffee and you're, it throws that off. It's always it's always moving, dude. Yeah. What are they? Oh, it's very sensitive. P, your pH balance is very very sensitive. It's just like a plant. Like when you uh, when you overfeed nutrients, like if you give a lot of nutrients, like more than your body your body actually needs at a sitting, right? It will it will fluctuate the pH levels up and down. Hmm. So it's it, it can easily fluctuates. That's why I said good luck at keeping it in that uh, range because a cup of coffee could will like throw it off VO2. the radar. VO2, yeah. Yeah, yeah like people test VO2. Yeah, it's, exactly, exactly. That's a good analogy because VO2 is something that is forever moving on us and, you know, you can manipulate that in a two days. And that's how, yeah. so this is what they used to do. Like, they'll in the, they'll take these tests, right? These people will do these, like, finger... Like litmus tests. The, no, the finger prick test and they'll test yeah, your yeah. blood real quick and then they'll they'll tell you, like, oh my God, you're so far off and then they'll give you these, these supplements to, like, take this for a couple of days, come back and test and you'll come back and you'll be like it'll swing the See, other way yeah but no here's the thing like i'm uh, just looking this up and this is what i thought because i kind of read this the idea that uh, that diets can materially affect blood ph for the purpose of treating a range of diseases has zero support uh zero scientific support there's nothing yeah. to support this if your body if your blood is actually in acidosis or alkalosis that's very dangerous and mm. potentially serious, but I think you'd know. It's not like mm. you're walking around going, I'm fat. You oh, know, this be- appeals to people's like heartburn. <laughs> like what? me. Because you're like, oh, acid. Like, yeah. I got to get rid of my acid. Yeah. yeah. You no. just got to eat a better balanced diet. I want to hear the next one, Doug. Well, the next one is a headline first off. It says, Courtney Kardashian reveals her Oh, that's insanely the strict detox diet. No detoxing. Mm. We're detoxing yeah, yeah. now. So, anybody want to venture a guess what this might include? In the morning, I have cayenne pepper, super antioxidant drink, lemon juice. I have cocaine in the morning, and then I don't eat until the evening. This is the coolest diet we've done yet. Don't eat. Okay, so I'm going to read off what she does except for this little product. So for breakfast, she eats a minimal amount of fruit. And usually opts in for her go-to avocado smoothie. Mm. For mm. lunch and dinner, Blend it up. It's she so hard sticks to, eat. to proteins like fish and chicken and maybe some cauliflower, rice, or broccoli. Following dinner, she's not allowed to eat breakfast for 14 to 16 hours. Oh yeah, and one day per week, she does a 24-hour fast, which she only drinks water and bone broth. Mm. Do you know what these celebrities none have of done? None of the- you, know what, you know what we've turned dieting into? And this is what it fucking annoys me. What do you mean we've turned it into? We've turned it into like a... Competitive. No, no, no. It's it's turned into like a like it's a fad. It's a th- cool thing. Like what do you, what diet are you on right now? What are you trying? What do you and and it's they're, they're in search like because I bet you money if you actually Google search Kardashian and all the different diets that she's tried over the last ten years, I bet you there's a, a whole this shit is working of, so well for me this week. And and this is what's wrong with uh with America is that we have we have this on or off the wagon and everybody is 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 debating over whose diet is better when in reality the reason why any of them and all of them are seeing results or change from any of the fucking diets is because they go from mindless eating where they eat all the shit in front of them and don't pay attention to all of a sudden now I'm trying to exercise and pay attention and you could follow any diet and do that and you're going to see the same results. You know what all these... I'm zoning. I'm Mediterranean. You know what all these diets have in common? They're all low calorie. Yeah, right. They yeah. all that's uh, that's that's the number one thing that they're that's they all have in common is they all go back to law of thermodynamics, right? So right. it's they all restrict the shit out of you calories. You put anybody and everybody on a thirteen hundred to fifteen hundred yeah. calorie diet, and I promise. And, and this is all like how skinny she's getting. It's like there's no health like uh, promotion in here. Is there, Doug? Well, this 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 Kardashian. What's her name? Something Courtney Kardashian. Courtney. Yeah. Her. I mean, what she's saying doesn't sound bad. No, I it know. Sounds healthy. What I'm saying, but like highlight the health of it. But they, yeah, they make it sound like it's like there's like some, it's this cheat. Like know, there's like, magic. Ew, in it. She hacked the the system. Yeah, no, it's there's nothing wrong. All right. 
All right, you want more of these? Yeah, we want oh, more. All right, enough. Tom Brady and Giselle Boonchin. Is that how you say well, her that name? That is a hot power couple. Boonchin. Boonchin? Boonchin? Boonchin. Justin's like, I'd hit it. Yeah. Yeah. Which one? Brady. Yes. Tom Brady. <laughs> He's got five Super Bowls. <laughs> you know. I wear your rings. Yeah, I'm I'd hit it. Yeah, yeah. All right. So At least for one of those rings. Their diet is about 80% plant-based and 20% lean meats. They have no dairy, no sugar, no flour, no olive oil, no nightshade vegetables, and for Tom, no strawberries. What mm. is the Sal? What doesn't get strawberries? What's, what's the nightshade thing? I've, that's the second time I've heard that this week. Uh, nightshade vegetables like eggplant. No, I understand okay, what are okay. tomatoes, tomatoes, eggplant. Yeah, like yeah. I understand but which what's ones. The deal with them? Yeah, why, why, what's bad about them? What's well, the deal? So uh, they tend to be more um, common in intolerances. So if you take vegetables. And you look at the ones that tend to bother people with gastro issues or digestive issues and stuff like that. Or if people go and get like these actual food intolerance tests mm. that test uh, antibodies, uh, not for food allergies, but for intolerances, nightshades are up there. And dietitians have known for a long time that if they, uh, that for people with, uh, you know, irritable bowel syndrome, one of the things that they'll turn to to remove from a person's diet that'll make them feel better is nightshade vegetables. So, that's why it's probably in there as being removed. And it looks like that's what they did. They, they eliminated all the common food intolerant uh, into intolerances people have, except for uh, why did they remove olive oil? That's weird. Yeah, that is weird. I'm offended. You know what I mean? <laughs> olive oil is good for your hair. You know, it's like good for everything. Staple. It no, it, it, that's really interesting. And with <laughs> someone do. like Tom Brady, who I feel like out of all the people we've named so far is on the, the, the better end of the smarter group out of all these uh, celebrities. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Not because he's a badass football yeah, player. Yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, We're little, not biased. I'm a little biased because of that yeah. too. But yeah. uh, I'd be interested to see if he was put on this diet because he actually had somebody look into... It sounds like it because he's avoiding strawberries too. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, so... Uh, what Which I is so... Like, where specific. I don't... And, I, and so far I like... The first diet and his diet, the best. If I'm like, if we're voting on like, you know, what would I tell someone is a pretty good diet that some celebrities doing right now? uh, What he's doing is well, it'd be interesting if he had like a continuous glucometer. He had some kind of monitoring uh, his reaction to these different types of foods, and maybe that was the thought process where they extracted it. You know, so if there was that much thought that went into that specifically, God, I mean, the individuality. It's so crazy, like the new science that's coming out with the individual responses to food. Oh, yeah. It, it's going it, to shit on every diet. Dude, no. Oh, well, yeah. well, there be, won't be any more diets, dude, once well, this gets completely like mainstream. It just echoes what what the three of us have seen. Mm-hmm. in fit. We've been trainers for a long time. We've been in fitness for a long time. That's why we refuse to make a mind diet. It's right. The no it, diet diet. It never blows me It's It never ceases to blow me away when I'll run into people or train people whose body responds so different from other people. I, You know, for, for a little while there as a trainer, I was because we were taught this actually early on, that you that not eating uh, animal products is not good because you'll lack certain vitamins and minerals. You need to get them from, uh, from meat. But then as a personal trainer, I had several clients who just, they just felt and did their best completely avoiding meat altogether. And I remember thinking like, are they lying? Like, it, it can't what? be. I see what's going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's obviously their individual body makeup. Um, so it's so much more complicated than we think. So, I, I, I mean, I'm with you, Adam. I think because Tom Brady's diet sounds like someone came out right. and tested him and said, here's what we're going to do because like they eliminated some foods that are actually healthy, mm-hmm. like strawberries. And nightshade vegetables, by the way, are very healthy. If you don't have an intolerance to him, you shouldn't avoid them. Well, and in, I was joking about him being the smartest, but what true story of the guy is like the one known as one of the most prepared football players to yeah. ever play the game. Yeah. And like he's, literally, he's, he's a goat. He's to the detail on every single thing. He's that he almost does. as awesome as Montana. So it, yeah, yeah. Montana. No, he already, awesome. he already blew all that I away. Know, he did, yeah, that's, that's no longer, that, that was a depressing that's day. no longer a debate anymore, but he's your, he's your, so, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. he, uh, so that being said, uh, he strikes me as the guy the who would probably 
fly the the top researchers i mean the guys that we get to talk to like that because why we talk all the time like just gonna shit on everybody's diets like in the future he i mean we're not i guarantee he has access to those type of people he to me is somebody who would actually reach out to somebody to put him on a specific diet for his body versus kim kardashian or whatever they call their kardashian they seem like the type that would sign this check yes that would get a phone call from a company that says listen we're gonna pay you one million dollars or x amount of dollars in royalties Sure. Yeah. That, well, when when that much money is depending, I'm on, speculating too. By the well, way, I, mean, yeah, I can't. Yeah. No, actually, this. this is what That's happened. All we can do. I, I think I read about this. I actually think I read about him uh, doing a specific diet because he's getting older. He wanted to perform better, so he followed this diet and training that made him, you know, perform the way he did uh, recently, which was very good. But um, you know, it makes you kind of wonder with these, you know, especially with these professional athletes, the amount of money they make and the amount of money that they invest in themselves and their bodies to perform. And how tech is moving in the future, it's going to be very interesting. I mean, you guys know that they they've grown meat in a laboratory, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. they actually have eaten it. Yeah. So they've gotten stem cells, grown a steak. It doesn't taste good in yeah. a lab, and then people eat it. And you're right. That's what they said. You're right. People said it didn't taste good, but I think they came out with another generation of it, mm. and it tasted uh, just fine. It's more expensive to do that than to raise an animal, but at some point. Like how? At some point, you got to think about like in the future, like well, you got the super rich this. athlete. So let's talk is about that. Is that living tissue? It is. It's, it's stem cells. It's cells. Okay. So okay. So, so are, are still you think, living you tissue? Think yeah. vegan, you think vegans are going to be against that or no? Because I feel like it's like that's close. Well, no, that's why it's closer I'm to sure tofu, happy. right? That's like more. Yeah. That's more tofu than it is cow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> is it? Like you're a, creating flesh, murdering uh, it. <laughs> No. I'm when I'm I'm what it was tripping me out is like way in the future, I mean, they could test your body, find out your individual chemical makeup, and then like grow your food for you. So like this is the perfect meat for you. This dude, is perfect, you know what ju- do you know what Justin uh, and I just wow. heard on a podcast? The prediction that by oh, yeah. two Kurzweil. by twenty forty six. Is it forty five? I, I think so. What the singularity? Um no, that no, 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 not singularity. No. That we no. actually will actually be able to stay alive forever. Yeah, the, immortal, oh, immortal. Oh. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. So you guys know that he works for Google now, right? I didn't know. Do that. you know who he is? Ray, Ray Kurzweil. Kurzweil. Yeah, he's like this futurist that mm-hmm. that has already he's made lots of predictions in the past, and they've come true. And he uses this, you know, he looks at a lot of different things like Moore's law and mm-hmm. you know a lot of different calculations, and he calculates. You know, and figures out that you know the singularity is going to happen at this particular point, and at this particular point, we'll figure out this particular this thing. And he's been on, he's been on point. It's pretty crazy, but I think he works for Google with their AI like department, like to to yeah. create. Like I know the most, they've put a lot of money into that. Yeah, pretty interesting. Are yeah. there any 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 diets left there, Doug? Okay, let's f- wrap it up with Katy Perry's M plan. Oh, it's only Her appropriate. What? The M plan. The M plan. She's gone downhill lately. M and M's. That would be a good mm. one. Yeah. It requires you one eat three M and M's a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would work. Three M and M. No, it requires one meal per day to be mushroom based. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That's, that's, that's a, oh, no, 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 no. This is even better yet. The diet can magically target specific areas of an unwanted fat while leaving the breasts unaffected. <laughs> no! no, this is great. Oh, that's my winner. That is the best. Yes. Please pull Let's this up. Let's not touch some breasts. Guys, can I just say something right now? Breast why don't we why don't we just do why don't we do this? Wow, I love that. Here's what I think we should do. I think she looks fucking crazy too. Here's what I want to do. I think we should do this. And only people that will be in on it will be mind pump fans and us. Let's make up a bullshit diet. Oh my like, God. like, hey, we've designed a specific diet that makes it'll you taint lose. us forever. I saw it'll it'll it. make you lose the fat you want, plus make your dick grow or something yes. stupid like that, right? Oh my God. I saw the greatest it. video. It was like this conspiracy that she was like part of the lizard people. <laughs> no, <laughs> I swear no. to God, like that Russell Brand or whatever, like left her because they were like she's married. A yeah, she's a lizard person. <laughs> I, was, I lost yeah. my shit. We have to watch that one. Up. Dude, so this diet reeks of. Like you know, someone sitting, some a group of people sitting in a room, and they're like, "Hey, what would sound cool?" Yeah. Oh, I know. Let's, what if like one of the meals is all mushrooms? Yeah. Listen, you need to read that. You need to read that one more time. And you're going to target the fat cells, but not the breasts. The new diet that claims replacing a meal a day with a mush with mushrooms. <laughs> read it all out. Yeah. Well, but well, help. It makes a lot of sense. Shed fat, but only in certain parts of the body. Yeah. The waist, hips, and thighs. Oh, good. But not the bust. Good. Yeah. Wow, that sounds perfect. Yeah. 
I, I wonder, you know, I think everybody would want that fucking diet. The mushroom. Nothing's wrong with mushrooms. These, these by must the way. be psychedelic Magic mushrooms. mushrooms. <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> yeah. These are psychedelic is, mushrooms that you're eating. <laughs> here's the little, yeah. Like, oh my God. Take these the, mushrooms. The fine print at the bottom. Imagine like, what you want to be, look like, and that's what you'll look like. Well, it has to be magical. So mushrooms. I want to I go ahead and retract what I said earlier, which was most of these diets take a little bit of science, and then they, they fucking yeah, there's, there's create the, zero. I don't know if there's any science around this no, one. No, no, no. This diet pushed by the mushroom farmers of America. <laughs> God, it's so great. You can tell. We got to miss some mushrooms. You see the sidebar, all the stuff uh, that gets promoted for Doug, because, you know, that's that's kind of scary that Doug, mushrooms, you got to put your laptop up on this computer. It totally gives away anything that you've been Google searching lately because yeah. it just popped up like because obviously we're doing weight loss and diet stuff. The donkey so show. There was a diet There was a diet gimmick <laughs> on the right and then there was the, the cameras, which I know you just bought your new camera, so it's being... Av- uh, it's going to be funny when Doug pulls this up on the TV one day and we get to like some yeah. big dildo. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon. For half I'm, off. I'm not sh- yeah. searching them. Rush yeah. ordered. Four foot yeah. dildo, half yeah. off. It, yeah. <laughs> it's only two seat. feet. Yeah. Get it now yeah. at uh, Amazon Prime. I like to get dildos yeah. as tall as I am. Yeah. <laughs> now with bolstered grip. Oh. I like to wrestle yeah. mine. Yeah. Um, no, man. This is horrible. And celebrities promoting this. That's what they do, right? Celebrities promoting All right, dude, bullshit. that's why I did not want... You guys started just, <sighs> just murdering the first diet, and I knew it was going to get you know worse. Gonna get worse. Yeah, 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 I knew that. I was like, when I was listening to it, I'm like, you know what? For a celebrity diet, this is not... Most reasonable. Ha- yeah, this is not half bad. I've seen a lot worse. And then Doug just proved me right by going on with the rest. Oh, Kelly Osborne does this one too, huh? Oh, well, oh that, yeah. Oh, magic mushrooms. She's done a lot of drugs. It, it, yeah. it, yeah. it must work for... They learned this watching the Smurfs. Yeah, for, so yeah, just was, speaking of like, like, people need to know this, like, Food organizations and unions and groups or whatever, they do get together and they do figure out ways to get Americans to like, eat how more. How do we the, get them to buy into the shit? Dude, no joke. Yeah, it's the grains, like the, the cereal no joke. came out of nowhere. The cartoon Popeye with yeah. the spinach, oh, yeah. that was supported and pushed by farmers that grew spinach. Well, if you so back then, it was like healthy things, though. Well, so if you read the book- But it was brilliant. If yeah, you read the book, Hitmakers, it gets into this, actually. It's actually really fascinating. And uh, Disney is one of the biggest culprits of this. So they have created just like this controlling the way uh, we think through these storytelling, through these cartoons. Oh, dude, like, like if yeah. I tell you guys right now, what food- should you eat if you want to get better like eyesight? Bambi. No, no. Like what? What food? Carrots. Should, carrots, right? Yeah. Completely made up. Right. Totally. By the industry, like by the people so that great. sell carrots. You know, spinach or you know, milk, milk, yeah, for your bones because it has calcium. Bones. Yeah. Like all these different things, which is funny. Which by the way, I bought into like a oh, thousand yeah. percent. By the yeah. way, or uh, an apple a day keeps the doctor. Or away. no, remember, remember the milk, the the bodybuilder that would drink milk, like that commercial in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that I now I vividly remember. That's why I wanted to start building muscle. And, Dude, yeah. And drugs are like scrambling eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Use your brain on drugs. That didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Apparent, apparent, but like, it's in, like ooh. and of course I got the yeah, message. All stoners are like, I'm hungry yeah. now. Yeah. I, got, I, I got the message <laughs> that, easy. that spinach built muscle. So here I am eating a fuck ton of spinach. <laughs> And and not, look at you. And yeah, I'm not putting yeah. on any size. I'm a 15-year-old kid. My mom's like, Sal, you want more steak? I'm like, no, 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 no. Spinach. No, no I need I'm gonna more. Eat, I'm going to eat all the spinach because it's going to make me yeah. buff. <laughs> Give me spinach and carrots, yeah. mom. Why am I losing weight? Yeah. I wanna, I wanna, How about the spinach diet? I should be gaining. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cheating all the time. Ah. Here. Yeah. You know, I think the the moral of the story here is don't is listen that, to celebrities. Yeah, that's the first. That's the first yeah, one. Definitely. And and really, I think what people need to take away, and I think what we we talk a lot about, even when we talked about the ketogenic diet back then, and we talked about the health benefits of that, we had to be very careful that we were explaining to people that listen, we're not saying that this is the diet everybody follow, should follow. There's some health benefits to doing that, and it, it definitely fits for some people with special needs. And I really think that uh, most. Diets like that, like your ketogenic, your paleo, I think there is a good reason for someone to follow that if it is a, 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 a something medically wrong with them that could benefit. Like you got cancer, like I could I could see putting my you know family member that got diagnosed with that on like a ketogenic diet. But everyone going after these diets for weight loss, uh, you know, really the, the all of them work because they're all restricting calories. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the main reason yeah, I'd why like to see any a, of them work. I'd like to see a diet that has you eat more calories than you burn and then you lose weight. Right. I'd like to see that magic. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Right. Show me that diet. That's the fucking best diet of all, uh, of, of all time. Right, right. It doesn't well, just happen. Just write it and put it out there. Yeah. And, and I think I, people buy, will buy it. And, and again, I mean, this is goes back to why I'm such a fan of 
tracking is that you know just being mindful of what you're consuming that's the new diet we're gonna write right mm-hmm. just track, the tracking diet. just the tracking diet to track, eat track, whatever track. you want yeah. just track just because track it. i tell you what like, when you start oh, looking hard work uh, actually you have to you're forced yeah. to look at what you're eating all day long sometimes you go oh yeah. my god first step I, is awareness right yeah. exactly the awareness diet the awareness diet. oh i wrote yeah. that one yeah, we, i we, call it we, you call it oh, i don't you got know, it dude, i think i said it first here somebody ran with our blubber diet right yeah oh the inuit diet inuit diet hey you know what's going on i'm pretty excited all month long, right? What are we doing this month? Mm. Probably one of the cool. We're doing the BOGO. What are we calling it? Oh, BOGO? The bo- it's not all month long. Oh, oh no, it's till the 12th. It is ends it? on the 12th. It is BOGO. The BOGO. God damn it, you almost got us in trouble, Adam. Oh, the 12th, oh the BOGO. BOGO, buy one, get one. It's our first, uh, first ever time ever buy doing one, that. Get yeah, one. So it's the super bundle, the map super bundle, which has. All of our programs. The goal is to get your friend involved. You know you have a yeah. friend that needs mind you pump in their life, but they're absolutely too stubborn. So what you need to do is blow their mind away with the, the fucking best programming out there in the market. You need yeah. to get them the free one or trick them into giving you half the money for Tell yours. Tell them to buy it and, you and then you one. get it. Yeah. Or you could just you get, get, them, get them to buy it and then you get the free one. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you're a real you're closer. Really good. If you're a real closer. Uh, but yeah, it's got all the programs. That's the assumption close. It's a year's worth of, of uh, training, programming, priming. Uh, it's got, uh, I mean, everything you could want, um, and you get a free one for enrolling for it. In it, it's the first time we've ever done something like this, and it's uh, it's only going on till the twelfth. So you can find out about it at mindpumpmedia.com. Also, we post a brand new video on YouTube every single day. What you want to do is you want to go to YouTube, you want to look up Mind Pump TV and subscribe, so that you can get notifications when we post new videos, which is every single day. Lastly. Check us out on Instagram. My page is Mind Pump Sal. Adam is Mind Pump Adam. <clears throat> Justin is Mind Pump Justin. And Doug is Mind Pump Doug. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes Maps Anabolic, Maps Performance, and Maps Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.